following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 23 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. And we're joined by a very special guest, the shipping coordinator of... Uh, Bro Wrestling Tees. Welcome, Paul. Hello, hello. Paul, uh, he told us a friend, he's like, I'm a little shy, and I'm like, it's fine. Like, yeah. we're we're not professionals by no, any means. We're complete idiots. Yeah, we're complete. As he knows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but welcome, everybody. Uh, all old listeners, all new listeners. This is the first episode of the new year. This is taking place in the uh, the skeleton of what will be the, uh, the podcast studio. Yeah. So if it's a little uh, boomy and echoey, that's because we've done nothing to it yet. Yeah. I've. This is probably like my... 10th time in here today like yeah. i just like coming down here and just like oh yeah looking looking at everything. like paul this is your first time down here like marveling at, all, looking, at the bare bones yeah, yeah did what's they, to come did they show yeah. you the downstairs at all yeah yeah it's uh got a lot of hostile vibes so far yeah, yeah like that's the <laughs> yeah, one thing like that johnny was saying down there. and see yeah. you so you actually did something that me and stank having you went up on the third floor uh yeah <laughs> uh unsupervised uh it was it was open uh i got overly cautious and I admire the the bathroom that's up there. Um, it has a, a, a stand up shower, which I'm I'm fond of. That's uh, pretty rad. My, uh, mainly because my dad has one in the basement, and we were forbidden to use it. But yeah, yeah, I, I've got a chance to prance around and look at the greatness that was the former headquarters of what the hell is this place called? Uh, right way signs. Right way signs. Yeah. I actually don't think they own that. Like I think that's why it's so. For those of you unfamiliar, uh, the building that we're in now, uh, Ryan, he, I don't know if he's purchased it yet or what. We we have it for the meantime. I don't. He might be leasing. I'm it. told he's leasing it. He's. I guess he's looking to buy though. Yeah, looking to buy. Um. Yeah. There was a company, Right Way Signs. I. They make signs. Which I used to be a sign maker. I used to see Right Way Signs stuff all the time. Were they your competitors? Uh, not no, not really like a big franchise. So, but like every now and again, we'll see like an old sign, and it would have like right way on there. Okay, well, yeah, because there was like I don't know, it's just like weird. I've definitely seen their because uh, they had their little signature. I've seen it like, and if you live in Logan or in Chicago, yeah, you'll a, see them at like the bottom. Yeah, the, the bottom, uh, big or Red Star, Big Star, the mm-hmm. the liquor place that's mm-hmm. on Milwaukee. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. seen. See, there. I, I mean, I cool. I think they've done daisies too. Because I remember seeing stuff over here when we still probably yeah like it in. was very weird like when we moved into the warehouse next to us uh, and they were like cleaning all their shit out there was just all these like old remnants of signs and mm-hmm. stuff like even now like I know earlier Dave when, when we walked in when Ryan was showing us like the parking spots because now we're getting parking spots mm-hmm. fucking moving on up in the world like, oh them. man fighting with the residents on Lister. Bulletin, Damon, Sealy, yeah, it was the so fucking, on and like, so forth. Anyone who's ever visited the store, any customers, you guys know it is like the worst just trying to find parking. Yeah. Because horrible. Sorry, we don't have a designated parking for the store. Yeah, there's no designated parking for the store, and most people like especially like if they're regulars, they know that. But people out of towners. Yeah, out of town. Usually when we have like a big event, it's like You gotta park and walk for two blocks. Yeah, they're like, where's the parking lot? And I'm like, uh and they give you the stale look, and it's just like, I know. It's like, yeah, there is no parking lot. Uh, maybe you, good luck. And you can't even park in Popeyes anymore. 
before the chicken sandwich that that parking lot was just <laughs> always empty but now it's just jam-packed um but hey before we get into it uh this show is uh brought to you by much like every other show the official sponsor of uh the pwt cast freelance wrestling freelance presents their show 2020 a freelance odyssey which again shout out to like their poster guy yeah. like pretty perfect I, I love the one they did last month though i mean just because it was julio who did it and it was like the galactus with fucking silver surfer theme going on um but their next show that yeah, we mentioned is friday january 10th this friday and uh doors new new start time doors open at seven show starts at eight which which would be nice for a lot of people nice for a lot of us like is that an earlier start right yeah earlier yeah, start because yeah. like i know especially like I mean, it's a lot us three. Like I know you, you occasionally will just wander into one, Paul, if you get out of work. Early. Yeah, yeah. I, I find myself like wandering in. I think I can't tell you the last time I went there, but I remember the last time I went in. Um, it was one of those surreal moments where it's like, oh, I'm out before seven. Yeah, the show's going on. Why not? And I was just leaving export to possibly. Sign up there. So it was definitely in the summer then. Yeah, it might yeah. Might have been a little bit before the summer. <laughs> Maybe. I I think it was still chilly. I was wearing shorts though, so who knows? I mean, it's hard to tell nowadays with this weather. Yeah. Well, and I won't be that guy to go on about the weather. <laughs> well, I'm happy with their new like start time, like I mentioned. Yeah. Because it's always just like I don't mind it because we live what five minutes from there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty yeah, much down the road. For me, it's like hell. Like oof, that's like, a long get, day for you. It's either like. So at that late at night, the train only does like one an hour. So if I miss it, I'm sitting there till like two in the morning. And then I got an hour ride back to my house. So I got to call up my wife and be like, yo, the, uh, come get me. Come leave now. So I got to kind of plan my early exit. But uh, See, I normally like I'll take cousin Jeremy home after shows. Like if he doesn't drive, he often just, he'll just take like public transportation right. here. I mean, the blue line's right there. But I felt bad. There was like one, maybe like two shows ago where I was fucking tired. Like I was exhausted. I think it might have been the when we interviewed Effie, like there at the show. Yeah. Like I was just so tired. And he's like, oh, how are you getting? I was like, yeah, sorry, but I can't give you a ride this time. I was like, I am so fucking tired. And then I just like went home. And the whole time I'm like, God, I hope nothing bad happens to Cousin Jeremy. <laughs> it's abducted. <laughs> well, that yeah, like with my luck. Hey, this uh, Wednesday is his birthday, so happy early birthday, cousin yeah. Jeremy. Happy uh, early birthday. Yeah, hey, happy belated birthday to to Paul over oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah, big thirty two, big thirty two. Yeah, which is so weird because like we, so for I mean I've mentioned it before on the podcast. All the like I talk about it almost always. Um, like me and Paul used to work at Coles, and like. When I first started working there at customer service, which for some reason they Humble decided beginnings. they started to put me in customer service of all places where I'm like, oh, great. I have to interact with all the fucking mouth breathers. What? But you like, got thrown in there. I had to beg and plead and dress the part. Yeah. So that, that was like the funny thing. Like Paul, I, I thought Paul was a manager. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy, came, like this was my first day over at customer service. And like I walk in and there's this fucking dude just standing there in like a fucking suit and everything. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I'm just like, oh, hi, sir. Uh, I'm Alberto. And he's like, oh, what's up, man? I'm Paul. And like, just like back and forth kind of talking. And it was funny because I, so that would have been like 20. That had to have been 20, the end of 2012, 2013. I I literally started, I made sure that I started Coles because before Coles, I worked at the movie theaters. And it was always such a fucking pain working giant movies. And I remember The Dark Knight Rises was coming out. 
and I did not want to work for the Dark Knight Rises, so I put in my two weeks. I got the job two weeks beforehand, put in my two weeks, and like in hindsight, I should have worked it because I would have made so much more money right. than I would have at Kohl's. I think I saw it at that theater. It was a Western? Yeah, the one yeah I totally like saw Western. it there. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been whenever that movie came out. Let's say 2013, 2012, whatever that was. And I remember I was like, oh, man, like just sitting there talking with Paul because then like, oh, yeah, no, he's just working up here with me, just getting to know him and talk with him. I was like, oh, OK, cool. There was another guy who worked in shoes, Jonathan, I believe his name was. And he comes over and we all all three of us are kind of just sitting there talking and stuff. And I would have been 19 at the time because I, I remember I was specifically I had Get like just turned 19. So that would have been what, seven years now? Oh, my Holy goodness. shit. Yeah, seven years ago. That's crazy. And so we're sitting there talking and then you guys bring up the Iron Man cartoon. <laughs> and you guys, they're sitting there talking about this Iron Man cartoon and I'm like, oh, yeah. Do you mean when he showed up in the Spider-Man animated series? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, they're like, no, no, no. no. Was, the Iron Man cartoon. Don't you remember when we were, were kids? There were two. There were two. There was the one with, uh, it was on the same little block as uh, Fantastic Four. And then that that was like him with uh, West Coast Avengers for the most part. And then there was the one, I am Iron Man. That one was like centered around like not just like the Mandarin and stuff and well, see, it was like shortly thereafter where they were like, "Wait, they're like, how old are you?" And I was like, uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, like "I was like, I'm 19." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, aren't you guys also like 19?" <laughs> and they were like, "No." So I mean, I would have been like, you would have been what, fucking? Because uh, you're six years older than me, right? You are 93, right? I'm 93. Uh, I am 88, so you're as old as my youngest brother. So, so we're like five year distance. Yeah, so you would have been what 24 then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, no, I'm 24. And then same thing with like John, because I think he was like a year older than you. So he's like, oh, I'm yeah, 25. yeah. He's and I was uh, like, little little John, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's definitely. And I was just like, age. oh, uh-huh. uh, okay. So for the longest, uh, Paul and I worked up there until we. Um, I don't want to say you got fired from customer service. I want to. I mean, they, they gave me the little pink slip in the mail you know about two months after i uh informally quit you know you just stop showing up so there's like a lot of like wrestling related stories like with me and paul up there because like we're like shortly we became kind of just like the wrestling guys like working up there oh like yeah like, was... like we would we would always wear like our bullet club sweater because we're fucking cool guys oh you know? yeah i'm a sucker for that design still i remember they were like yeah you can't wear that up here and i'd be like oh okay <laughs> fuck what are you gonna do send me home get the fuck out of here because it was like very weird like you gotta bring back your uh, come back with your parent yeah I'm like what the fuck fuck off i was just like where <laughs> especially i'm like listen i'm like it's eight o'clock we close at nine there's no way i'm taking this off like right. but it's like very because so it's funny when we would purchase things from pro wrestling teams i think i've talked about it before like paul and i were, we were fucking broke like working Whew. at Coles, like if you got 20 hours, it was just like, woo brother, we are living, we are, we are rich. Ball out at uh, Sonic over in... Uh, no, that's Sonic Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake, excuse me. Yeah, but so we were both like, oh man, we really can't afford shipping on shit. So we were just like, wait for the sale. Yeah, because that was before he's uh, enabled... Uh, in-store pickup yeah and i was just like yo this place is over here we could literally go down the street and get it 
and I'm I'm pretty I don't I don't think I like reached emailed Ryan because like I knew who he was and like vice versa. But yeah, I met him once at a Marty comic show. Yeah, but I, yeah, it was like me and Paul would do that. We'd like put our fucking whatever money we had together and like purchase her and they would all come in and it's like oh fuck yeah um and but so the the one story that i want to get to is specifically was the eve of wrestlemania which is the one that brock lost at 30 i don't remember now i, I think, think so 30. so it was 30 yeah so it was the the eve wasn't of that Re- taker where we are where taker lost okay, so it was okay at 30. yeah that was 30 so it was the eve of wrestlemania 30 and uh one paul and i both put in a request Got to work early that day because we were going to my buddy Nathan's house to watch WrestleMania. That oh, day. yeah. Yeah, I remember this. And uh, me and Paul, we were the wrestling nerds, the wrestling guys. So we show up in costume. Mind you, we were working <laughs> customer service. Uh, I showed up and, I mean, it was more like, you know, like, okay, maybe this guy just dresses weird. I went as Bray Wyatt. You know, I had the fucking... You just fedora, the, bro, with the, your Hawaiian the fedora, shirt. The Hawaiian shirt and the pants. So it's like you see me and you're like, all right, maybe this guy's just into fedoras and shit okay uh but one paul jameson over here came dressed as seth rollins burn it shield. down yeah in no. the shield pre, gear, pre-burn it down pre-burn it down he came dressed like <laughs> as like seth shield seth rollins with that crap like the vest and everything oh with, with the, the vest. With vest he had a fucking wig on with, with the, the hair. tacked gloves the you boots gonna rob the place <laughs> the yeah just the, the poorly uh he had the two-tone hair at the point that yeah. point yeah so yeah so like imagine you're some fucking soccer mom you're like oh fuck i gotta return kyle's uh pants they didn't fit him <laughs> and uh oh shit hank my husband he wanted me to pick him up some uh some jeans okay uh l- let me go do that and then you're like fuck all right let me go return kyle stuff first then you go up there and you see his fucking weirdo in a fedora and you're like that's fucking weird but then you see his friend right next to him who's fucking dressed like a... You're like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? <laughs> what, yeah, what's this guard team? Yeah, what's yeah. a garter guy doing behind the counter? Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I remember we had like a... It was the man, one of the managers at the time, Todd. He comes up to us. He just looks at us. He's like... Uh, or we're like, it's WrestleMania Sunday, Todd. And he goes, yes, it is. And just went right back to fucking <laughs> doing whatever the fuck it was that he, he was doing. But it was just like a lot of like random shit like that. Like, uh, oftentimes, like, me, Paul, because we live with our other roommates, Anthony and Tanya, and we all work there. That's Friends. Like, we live with friends. Our friends. We live with friends or their roommates. We often sit around and we're just like, why did we, like, how did we not get fired earlier than, like, we did? Because. Oh, yeah, definitely. The amount of, like, I don't want to even say insubordination, but just kind of like, yeah, I don't give a you fuck. You didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. There, well, was, there was very little accountability in my day. Specifically, like I mentioned earlier, when they kind of took us out of customer service, there was never like a sit down like, hey, uh, you guys need to get your shit together. I actually got several. I see, won't lie. See, I never did. I, I've so, totally been so approached like, and it's just like, I'll get it together. Don't you worry. Oh, Don't so, you fret. So the best part was. Message received. <laughs> especially when Paul and I would work up there together. Because there was uh, like a level of tolerance, of the level of stupidity that Paul would tolerate. You yeah. Because listen, working customer service at any job fucking sucks. Working customer service at Kohl's was the fucking, it was the worst. Like, I know we try to be positive on here, but it was, <laughs> it was just like the dumbest people like who didn't understand just basic like logic. I used to seriously think that half, more often than not, 
whenever it was just those question, customers that would ask questions just be really like somewhat difficult. I'm like, you're a secret shopper. Cause I've dealt with that before. This, yeah. this isn't new to me as far as like retail or like food service. Like we do that. And I'm just like, Oh, you're just really yeah, you are. dumb. Yeah. No, it was always the worst. So my favorite part is, uh, more than often than not, like they would call like, you know, someone, one of the managers call the phone. They'd be like, Hey, is, uh, is Paul up there? I'm like, yeah. And then be like, was he just rude to like, I'm like, no. And they'd be like, oh, this lady. And I'm like, oh no. And then I would make up some sort of lie. Like she wanted cash instead of like her card back, you know, like just make something up. Oh, instead of and then, yeah. And she was being unreasonable. Yeah, she was being unreasonable. They walk away and be like, yeah, this lady fucking went and complained about you. Or my favorite is, uh, our friend, Che, Che Miles, friend of the show. I think he listens. Uh, he, there was only ever two tall black guys in customer service. One was Paul. The other one was Che. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, it's not like they dress similar. Right. No, no, no. Not even really, cut. like, look wore, alike. That was my... two uh, characteristics. Yeah, that was my phase of there tight was, clothes and there was, was just, more loose. There's just hip. two tall black men behind customer service. Mm-hmm. So more often than not, Che would deal with them. And then, like, as they're leaving out, they'd be like, hey, the one guy in customer service was so nice to me. He was so sweet, blah, blah, blah. I was probably on break. or Yeah, this guy's probably on break because normally Che would just come cover customer service if he was on break. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, who, Paul? And they'd be like, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And they'd be like, hey, is Paul, who's up in customer service right now with you? And be like, oh, me and Paul. And they're like, huh. Uh, Okay. Um but the, the one story I wanted to touch on, just because our roommates, our roommates brought it up the other day. I think Elisa too. She brought it up. Um, so when I got this job, I was I was like, oh, you know what? I'll work mornings here because it was like nine to five here. I'm like, then I'll close over there. It's what I said I was going to do. But like, once you're actually in the in the thick of it, at the time I had a girlfriend as well, and I was like. I don't want to fucking do any of this. I was like, I'd rather just like morning job and go fuck off with my girlfriend at night. So I like changed my schedule to where I like only work like a Saturday morning. And even then I did nothing. I was supposed to like replenishment. I don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, you had to do worse than what I did. I, it was, I don't know what the fuck it was. But what I would do is I would just show up and just walk around for fucking four hours. <laughs> and there was one there was one instance where this fucking guy was up really late. So he showed up probably on like three hours of sleep, maybe four hours of sleep. And there was a secret bathroom up on the second floor. And I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit if I get fired or not. So I just went over, grabbed one of like the throw pillows, grabbed the oh fucking blanket, goodness. went in the bathroom and just turned my walkie off. And just slept for maybe like two, three hours. And then like I wake up and I'm like, well, at this point, the store is like completely open. So there's customers in there and stuff. I just, I left that shit in there too. I was like, I don't care. Oh and I'm just like goodness. walking out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, looks like it's time for me to get out of here. I'm like walking out of there and I run into like Anthony and he's like, hey, Anastasia was looking for you. I was like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, where were you? I was like, I was sleeping upstairs in the, the secret bathroom. He was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It just like walked out. Were you guys in like a standalone Coles or I, in the mall? It was. Oh, it's, it's a standalone. It's, oh, a, well, it's a standalone te- and, and the number one store in like the state. Yeah. So it's like pretty busy store. Maybe in the Midwest, I think. They, they were pretty proud of it. Um, it was, it's technically the only one in the Chicago air, Chicagoland. In Chicago, not Chicagoland. But um, 
Yeah, it was really, really a fruitful store. Um, just across the parking lot from Best Buy, and this well, is pre-Mariano's, uh, too, well, I think. It, that sounds like like when I was younger, in high school, I worked at JCPenney's in the mall. Oh, which I think I told the story. I ended up getting. Oh, you told that story. I ended up getting fired for stealing a lot of money from there. But oh my goodness! Aside from stealing lots of money, it was it was so boring. Like we were in like the second floor, and like uh, you know, my best friend Mike, he was in Dockers. Like they had a whole Dockers section, and then I was in Young Men's Sports. And then uh, like we knew stuff. Like we knew the security guards, and they would tell us, "Oh, the cameras can see, but they're not recording right." So we would just fuck off all day. And then, like, we were in the mall, so we would go down to this place called Aladdin's Castle and just play NFL Oh, Blitz. the arcade, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. NFL Blitz for, like, four hours our entire oh, shift and come back in. goodness. And they'd be like, oh, oh, Alicia's looking for you, like, the store manager. I'm like, oh, Bob told us to go, like, break these boxes down. And they were like, okay, like, no one ever caught on, like, for, like, half of our work time we were playing NFL Blitz um, <laughs> or, st- or stealing shit. I mean or, that's the game to be playing, or making out with girls. Like they, they, they had like a crow's. They call it the crow's nest, where there was like a two-way mirror, and you could like look out it with binoculars, and we would just make out with girls up there. See, it's funny Ooh. that it's funny that you mentioned that story because uh, oh, Anthony God. brought it up the other day too. Where there was one day where I was like, "Hey, you cover customer service. I'm gonna I gotta go pick up uh, an ex-girlfriend at the time." I was like, "Oh, I gotta go pick up Gloria," and he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." And I didn't show up for about another two and a half hours. And he was like, where were you? I was like, oh, sure. Uh, I was just with Gloria. And I don't kiss and tell. But yeah, that You're was very, gentleman. I'm a gentleman. So that was very reminiscent of, of like, of that as well, where I was just like, I, and it's so weird because like with this job, I treated with like the utmost, like, oh, sure. Seriousness yeah, we wouldn't respect. crunch people on the clock. Yeah. I wouldn't crunch people on the clock. But like, I don't know what it was too. And like, like at the time and like i always talk about it because it's very like uh like oh like we were we went to war together you know we we did a tour oh there is uh camaraderie we did a tour of nam together yeah totally but like i mean it's like that especially during black friday so and then the store was open what two weeks straight yeah dude i remember uh there's this one manager i'm not gonna name i'm not gonna say her name but like she was I mean, she she was a babe, right? She was the one like young, like oh, pretty one. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, yeah. the other everyone else was like older white dudes, you know. And unfortunately, I'm just I'm not Those into. Those are hot it. too. I mean, I Kevin Kevin was attractive, but like I'm not into dudes, you right. know. Not yet, not yet. But uh, we were because I work customer service, and there's like the cash office behind her. <laughs> You're really. <laughs> and she was like, oh, she's like, yeah, like. I could I help, if I could help her with something. Oh, because I we had to take out the fucking registers from the customer service, bring them to back. So like doing that, and then she's sitting there like fucking doing something, and we were pretty cordial, pretty you know, just sitting there talking and stuff, and like we're talking, and she's like, oh, fuck, like my neck hurts, and I was like, oh here, like let me rub it, yeah, and I'm like <laughs> massaging her neck, and like in hindsight, she told like she probably wanted to fuck me in that room because there was no oh, cameras in there. Goodness. Oh, ironically ironically yeah and like that's one of those things where i'm like man had you only known yeah which is like a, it's very much a thing in my life where uh i think me and you paul me and you talked about it once where it's like well like when talking with girls and be like oh i was like super into you and i'm like yeah maybe should have just said something yeah, I like, didn't pick up on uh, uh, yeah if you don't straight up say yeah what's on your mind i'm just kind of like Ugh. 
yeah it's just it's like it's all the time because i don't know just most of the time i'm like yeah i i am running on zero to no sleep and the only oh, thing on yeah. my mind is like when i get home like what am i gonna eat right yeah. before i go to bed you know just very survival mode very survival yeah. mode yeah. Dude, speaking of survival mode uh we famously have uh, talked about the taxidermy mice that uh, Dave's bought for himself, for Frank. Uh, I woke up to a, a disturbing message Monday. Oh, Monday. yeah. Was it Monday? Paul's That like, was, uh, yeah, we were, we, were, we were at work. This was just before yeah. uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yes. so Paul gets in, Paul gets in a little later than, than usual, and he just sends uh, in like our group chat for like all of us like that live together. He's like, there's a mouse in the apartment. I oh, s- shit. Yeah, he's like, I saw him. And I knew right then, I was like, this is for me talking about those goddamn taxidermy mice so much. But like, you this no, I, I do not joke about pests. And you, if you want to get with that, like you talked about survival. This fucking guy, he set up this like, uh, <laughs> so this, this would have been two nights ago, right? Um... Yeah, this was, uh, what's today, Friday? This yeah. was uh, Wednesday night, yes. Yeah, so Wednesday night. While most people are out uh, celebrating New Year's Eve and like getting drunk and shit, uh, I'm in my room watching Django Unchained and eating pizza. and Living a dream. Living a dream. But, <laughs> but before that, I'm like, I, I took a nap because it's, it's been like this weird like three weeks where time doesn't exist and... Yeah, I'm still not convinced it's Friday right now. Me either. Yeah, it I, feels so weird. <laughs> which is probably why I like came up to you and I was like, "Hey, we're recording." You're like, "You didn't see us today." I was like, "Yeah, I told you." Hey, yeah, Friday. I was just like, "I was like Friday, we're recording." Um, but yeah, like I wake up because I just hear like all this commotion going on. I hear like I saw him, I saw him, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "What the fuck?" I was like, "What's going on?" And then like I come out of my room. And uh, Paul and Anthony have put together this like this giant barricade of like cardboard and tape. Just so you can't sneak by. Yeah, like yeah. And I like, just wanted to map out all the exit strategies he may have taken. Like, uh, we took your um, one of your your wrapping table and like blocked off uh, any exits like going towards like anywhere else in the house but the kitchen and the closet and yeah. It was not fun. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. I came out and I was like, what's going on? They're like, we have him trapped behind the stove. Oh, yeah. He's not getting out. We laced it with traps. Mm-hmm. There's peanut butter on the traps because apparently mice love peanut butter. I love it. Yeah. I, I didn't. That's news to me. Well, I had no idea, but there's like, there's one guy, Ron, who comes and like, he'll take our <laughs> packages for us. And like, the, oh. first off, this dude's like 90 and he's like in the best shape ever. Like, oh, Ron's pretty jacked. Yeah. Like, he is in more shape than either three of us will ever be. Yeah. Like we could get put on a fitness regimen right now, vigorously, like someone watching us for 12 hours a day. All right, dad. Yeah. And this guy would still, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking like, I mean, I don't know how old. he's definitely old. He's, a, he's, I think it's just like mid fifties at least. I think you do like white guys. Maybe. I mean, listen, Ron's a... Yeah, that was a hell of a descriptor. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, you look at the guy. glistening. But he, yeah, but his bald head's like all the glistening. Right but he's like super into collecting mice. Oh, really? Like in the summer. Yeah, in the summer, dude, he'll put a ton of rat traps in there and then he'll come pick up packages and be like, I got four of them. What if he like forwards it to the guy that oh. you get your pieces from? That guy's in France. 
He's a true artist. <laughs> Not one of these uh, <laughs> Chicago mice slingers. I love that it's like French mice, too. Yeah, uh, like, it's, it's art. Which, yeah, God. We used to have mice in our apartment, though. Like, oh, man. And then we would see, because we, like, we used to have like this really small apartment, and like, no joke, you'd think you would have them in the corner, and you get like a broom or something, and you'd pin it down, and it would just get away, like, mm-hmm. no matter what you did. So, like, mm-hmm. we used to do barricades and like yep. cardboard and shit, and then you either like, you push them into a room that has a door facing outside, so they'll just go out. Or I luckily got that. Ha- I had that happen once, and that was in the basement because there's no like little step or anything. It was just like, yeah, just a little drain. It's perfect. You just open there because they're looking to escape. So yeah, you just open the door. They're like, fine. I'm sorry. I'm all get the I'm, fuck out. Yeah, I'm all for humanitarian. Yeah, there, there's nothing hor- There's nothing more horrific than getting a mouse trap. And then catching the mouse because, like, half the time they're like still alive, and they're just especially like, oh, in the glue trap. Yeah, the glue trap. They're just oh, like they're trying to get out, squeaking, and it's just. like... And then what do you do? You can't smash it. Yeah, and you don't want to touch the glue, and you can't pull it out because it's fucked. I have disposed. So you, just, them. you just throw it away and like, yeah. please die quickly. <laughs> so there's two mouse-related stories that my mom, my both my parents will always tell me, especially with like me because I went over there for uh, New Year's. <laughs> Day or Eve, one of the two. I want to have some pozole, which is I was like, this is like Mexican ramen, Shit, not at all of them. Yeah. But I went over there and I'm like telling them the story, and of course, like, like of course, it, it triggered something in them. They always bring it up. There's two instances where they bring up where I was a kid. I don't think I was any older than like six, maybe seven. There's like one where my mom says I walk into her room, and I'm just like, hey mom, like there's a there's a mouse in the kitchen. She goes, what? She's just like, what? There's a mouse? I was like, yeah, there's a mouse in the kitchen. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, well, I was walking by and I looked at him. She goes, what? I was like, yeah. I walked by. He looked at me. I looked at him. He went his way. I went my way. And she was like, why? She was like, what? When was that? And then I was like, oh, I don't know, like an hour or two ago. And she was like, there's a fucking mouse running around here for like two hours. You didn't say anything. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm seven. Peace. And the second story is, uh, again, probably around that same age that one time there was a mouse in my sister's room and so my sister was like ah there's a mouse and so like you know me being the fucking the brave older brother i go in there i'm like where is it she's like over there i fucking walk up to its corner i walk up to it just step on it and crush it and because of that like we never really like had like a mouse problem (laughs) <laughs> but like if they're going to show them yeah but if there ever was like a mouse she'd be like oh why don't you go fuck? i'm like i don't know cecilia i was fucking six maybe seven that's why i was so brave enough to go step instinct. on it yeah I'm like now i'm an adult man i am horrified of a mouse like <laughs> i thank god yeah mice are gross unless they're taxidermy mouse mice from france yeah then you know they're safe yeah because they get shipped uh they get shipped very good yeah. speaking of shipping really good uh, Paul, we should probably get to what you do here yeah, at Pro Wrestling right. Tees. Yeah. So you were, you were the shipping coordinator is your yes. official title here. Yes, I forget what it actually is until I look at my personal page, Facebook page, and I'm just like, oh, that is the proper verbiage for what I do. Uh, so my job entails, um, I receive them from Young Delgado, the orders. Uh, I inspect to make sure you know the count's right. I don't really detailed look as to you know based on like sizing and color and all that um unless it's slower um but i generally just uh look at the invoice make sure it lines up if it needs uh to get a pre-stock uh, poster i need to isolate that from the rest of the order because 
sadly we can't ship a poster with you know garments um and yeah pretty much just one single click thanks to uh ryan barkin showing me a quicker way to ship and uh just repeat that for about 500 times plus a day i see you're you're cutting yourself short because it wasn't last week's episode it might have been the week before that the christmas one Mm -hmm. where uh stank you brought up uh oh what was it employee of the year (laughs) and uh you're actually in the room with the the two right right and listen yeah yeah yeah. i i would dare say we are interviewing the actual who should have been employee of the year because the undisputed the yeah because (laughs) you know you say you do that but you do a lot of other shit like yeah a lot of physical labor stuff you're like yeah i i'm really uh when it comes to like the work area i'm really I like to know where things are, uh, even if it's like something that's not like something that I handle. So if it's like hats or something like that, I like to know where they are, even though uh, employee of the year, year, uh, excuse me, Eric Zisselman uh, typically handles that stuff. Uh, I like to know know where things are because there's been many instances where like uh, Ryan will come out and be like, where is this? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. Should I know where it is? Where's Eric? And I'm like, again... I don't know. Should I know? It's like, that's always got to, that's always like the worst. Like when he's like, Hey, where, or where's this or what's this? And I'm like, I think you're thinking, <laughs> should, should I have known that the yeah. whole time? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, especially with me and Frank, like with me and Frank for the most part, we'll communicate. Like if he says, Hey, make sure you tell Frank this or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But every like now and then, like it, we just, it'll just slip one of our minds and I'll be like, what didn't Frank tell you about this like young buck sorter that has to go out? And I'm like, no, when does it need to go out? He's like Friday. I'm like, all right, it's uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. And that, like, oh, you, you know, yeah. you quickly like diffuse yeah, it like that. Yeah. Oh, that happens with uh, yeah, me and uh, Ryan directly with uh, labels. He'll ask me personally to, uh, well, yeah, he'll directly send the uh, labels to me, and it'll be things, a mixture of things that is to come, and it will go out that same day, or something that's gonna come within the next couple days. And then he's like, "Did it go out?" And I'm like, "I don't think it showed up." He's like. All right. Yeah, because more than not, you'll come up to me and be like, hey, do you have an order for fucking, you know, uh, I don't know, X-Pac? And I'm like, or you're not even that. You'll be like, hey, here's the here's the fucking uh, the label for Kaz. And I'm like, no idea what you're talking about, sir. He'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'm like, nope. Uh, but it's, it's funny. You know, you mentioned like you do all that. But like when you first started working here, uh like I remember, like when I first got the job here, mm-hmm. like I felt bad because, like, I one I knew how shitty Coles was, and I'm like, I knew how much you would love working here. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where I was like, there's not like at the time I was like, there's nothing you can do here. Like mm-hmm. they would be hiring people for like the like oh graphic design. And I'm like, he has a computer. Yeah, I have I have Windows you know? Seven uh, still. Like, like he has a computer. I know he knows to do that. But then I think it was when Pro Wrestling Crate started. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have time to cut transfers. That's when I was like, oh, I got a buddy. And like, oh, right. Like with most people who start here, like I know Castro had a very similar start. Mm-hmm. Um, not Delgado, no, but like well, most people that start here, it's very much just, hey, can you just cut this giant sheet of transfers? Are you good at arts and crafts? <laughs> <laughs> can you know how to work scissors? Fantastic. Here you go. And like you were like working for shirts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, oh, those were. <sighs> Those were some times. So at that time, uh, I had uh, 
two jobs. Both were in the restaurant industry and both were th- within legit four blocks of each other. And I was just trying to make ends meet. This was the first time I had to rely solely on myself because that was my first uh, apartment uh, studio. Uh, it was crappy. It was in a crappy part. Well, it was all right. It was, uh, Dude, there was always like 30 homeless was, people outside. Yeah, homeless people were deep as hell because it was right by the uh, red line, if you know about that. And uh, had a girlfriend who was very unappreciative at the time. And, you know, everything seemed like it was, you know, going against me. And uh, Alberto, or Scrump, as you know him, uh, reached out and was like, hey, you good at arts and crafts? And I'm like, I'm probably going to get four hours of sleep anyway. Sure. And I would come by the shop uh, either, bef- you know, before starting the other one shift or leaving another and just come by, check out the shop. And like, oh, these are actual operations. All right. Can I just take this home and do it? He's like, oh, yeah, you don't have to do it here. I'm like, all right, cool. And I would just uh, stream Netflix and cut transfers to stay awake. Yeah, because I know you'd you'd been by the shop once before. We had like a Halloween party here. Yeah, I, that's when the uh, the break room was uh, pretty cool. Uh, when you had the little with the break room was a, like with the break room was a break room like it resembled something out of like Google you nev- headquarters. You never saw it. No, you would no. Been- I, I, speaking of the break room specifically, I saw it on Facebook. I was like, oh, I was showing my wife. Look at the break room, and I walked in. Mm-hmm. And this was, I think this must have been like right after they just converted it into a pro wrestling crate room. I was like, where's the fuck? I thought there was a couch in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was was two couches and like a recliner. Fred would always be asleep in one of them. Right. Like, I got so many pictures of him just like, just knocked out. out. Yeah, there was a TV. I think there was like Mm -hmm. video game systems as well. But I know it was around the time we had like a Halloween party here at the shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, hey, you want to come by and like you came by and you know you again just... in uh full seth rollins regalia a la shield <laughs> oh yeah that's right you, you were in the full <laughs> seth rollins gear um you weren't you weren't working at the airport then right uh that was, was before that, like, right that before? was uh closer to like thanksgiving of 2015 so, so yeah it's funny because i remember frank just going up to me and goes hey man he was uh your buddy what does he do i was like i don't know i think he like washes dishes he goes Oh, okay. How much does he make washing dishes? I was like, probably not. An unforgivable amount. Yeah, I was like, probably not a lot. It's just washing dishes. He's like, okay, ask him if he wants to work here for this much. I'm like, he's probably going to say yes because one, it's full time and that's for sure a lot more than like what he would make for washing dishes. And then like, yeah, like shortly thereafter. Also washing dishes, that wasn't even Marcus. At Zed, I was charcuterie. Let that be known. Yeah. What did you do yeah. to shirts? Uh, no, it was just uh, handling all the fancy meats and cheeses yeah. and replenishing them and the like. Uh, Is that like when we went to, we were at that restaurant, they just brought out a bunch of like fucking deli meat? Yeah, you'll get, yeah. Like, you'll get like salami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oversimplify it. Deli meat. See, my, my, my problem with that is like, like don't I don't want this right now. I'm like I want like the I want the food. Yeah, give me the main event. Oh, give me oh the main yeah. Event. Like you're even, not a fan of the Brazilian setup. I mean, I like I've gone to like a Brazilian steakhouse before, and it's like it's fine. But like I'll go up there and I'm like, I've starved myself for the meats. <laughs> give me the steaks. Yeah, give I'm like the canya. I'm like give me the fucking steaks. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't want to. You know, especially like uh, the the gimmick ones where you put the card up and down. And they're just like, you want some of this? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? 
But then eventually you're just like, oh, oh yeah. By that third trip, you're like, get out of my face. So that was like on the cruise. Remember we, we had a had a Brazilian steakhouse. The one on the cruise kind of sucked though. Yeah, it wasn't that great. So mind you, like it wasn't bad. Definitely wasn't, wasn't bad. Great, but they're like, hey, we have a party of like fourteen. Okay. Oh, the story. Yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, it's a party of fourteen. They're like, all right, so we have two separate tables. We're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, it was like ryan and like marty skrill kenny omega all the wrestlers on like one table i think taffy and uh sponsored the show hot topic joe shout out to hot topic joe he 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 told me what him and uh his girlfriend are gonna dress up for on the cruise and i'll tell you off the air it's it's pretty cool i'm I'm really jealous of it but i think they were like their own table and then we were kind of like on the other one and it was like me you frank castro maybe do you remember seeing that waiter singing? Oh, there's one waiter. This guy was just having the time of his life. He's like singing like show tunes, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he wasn't like, he was very like business-like. He's like, yes, do you want this? Here, you have this wine, blah, blah, blah. Then he would go in the back, and then we had an angle that like we could see the glass of a door into the back kitchen, and he was just like belting out show tunes, and you could barely <laughs> hear him. And he would come out and say, like, yes, yes, oh, do you guys want more? And they're like, were you just fucking singing back there? He goes, oh, yeah, like, you saw that, did you? I think it was like you or Frank who yeah. were just straight up like, were you singing? Yeah. But like, it's, it's like the one table where it's like, all right, there's all these like bigger dudes. Bring out more meat. Yeah. Like they would bring out the meat and they're like, oh, okay, um, wait like another five minutes for some, like. Yeah, no, have to- it there. Like they told you it was a party of 14. Yeah. You look out there, you see the, like, come on. You see bigger guys, like. Yeah. You know, like I listen. I'm I'm no fucking. Sp- well, yeah, you got the wrestlers, and then at our table we got like Castro, me, Frank, stupid Michael, stupid Michael. Yeah, shout out you, stupid Michael. You're slinging some. By the way, speaking of stupid Michael, you're like his <laughs> favorite employee, I think. Oh, Michael oh, loves you. That's yeah. weird. He'll go, hey baby girl, <laughs> and he'll say, he'll, well, he always wants you to dress up as Velveteen Dream for some reason. But then, Mike, oh yeah, that, but then that Michael was... dressed up like Velveteen Dream yeah. on the cruise. He was like, I'm being him, being Velveteen. Yeah, him with his uh, Zack Ryder uh, spiky hair. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, Michael, that's cultural appropriation. You can't do that. (laughs) He was like, what? I don't know what that means. And I told him. For this cruise, he's like, hey, should I be Orange Cassidy? I was like, back to back, two people you should never, ever be because you don't look anything like How many Orange Cassidys are there going to be on the fucking cruise? There's going to be a million Orange Cassidys on that boat. Like, there's yeah, there's going to be so many. I don't think I'm. I, don't, I think we talked about this. I'm not doing shit. I'm not dressing up this no. year. Well, like one, it's fucking hot. Like I was in that yes. inflatable penis costume, so I kind of had it. Well, yeah. That's... Well, like it has a little fan in there, so it wasn't that bad because I could literally just like. I can't uh, imagine Ryan though. Ryan had that like <laughs> sweet, that super dollar man, but it was like leathery. Yeah, suit. It looked oh. padded and heavy and. You know, you always get sweaty in, like, dress clothes, especially if you're out in, like, the heat. Ugh. And he had the hair on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that... Not helpful at all, but, like... you on the boat. I know you don't want to go, but... I'm just a punk about flying. I need to... That's, like uh... Mr. T. Yeah, I need to... <laughs> we gotta drug your I boat. think this is the year. I mean, I'm well off enough to start tripping around the the u.s of a soon so once i get over that next year for sure next year for sure dude i'm telling you let's go to universal studios i love universal studios ironically that was the last uh, time i was on a plane <laughs> well you, the one thing i love more than universal studios is taking 93 93 yeah that's when i was we were on a southwest we we took the plane from midway oh no baby we're flying, <laughs> we're, we're flying united yeah. we're flying united in southwest i got spirit 
Oh, I've heard stories. I flew Spirit to Puerto Vallarta. It was the worst. I so I brain fart, sorry. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of stupid Michael, he uh he had a friend or he has a friend who who works there. You can take it out of there if you want. Oh, okay. Who works there uh at Spirit and when we first like started going to wrestling trips with Mike. Well, when I first started going to wrestling trips with Mike, he'd be like, yeah, my friend says she can get us a round trip fucking flight for like $40. I'm like, fantastic. Let's do this. But it was always spirit. And it was always so fucking, you're like crammed in there like yep. fucking sardines. I was going to say they made you like sign a waiver. <laughs> they might as well have. Like, I, like, <laughs> I mean, people get like, I never had any like problems in the air. Like I know Frank tells a story of like one time, like, he got scarred, he's just, so he's like never going. Yeah, he's a bit dramatic. On spirit, yeah. I mean, if you know Frank, he can be melodramatic sometimes. But like, I've never had problems with like spirit like that. It's just like it's so small. Like I'd rather pay to fucking just have more room. Yeah, you know, like well, like imagine me and me. I'm I'm like a big fat guy, and I had to sit next to this lady, and she was like, you could see like first I got like the aisle seat, and this lady's walking down, and she's like. Oh, and then you can see it. She's, she's like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not sitting next to this fat fucker. And she's like, yep. And I had to get up. So I'm like sitting like this, just like, sorry, ma'am. And it's just the worst. I hate spirit. Yeah, that's, well, it was one I of those things. Do some weight, though. Much like, that's spirit's fault. Much like a lot of times it's like Frank and Ryan will introduce me to something. And I'm like, huh, this is how I'm going to live now. Mm-hmm. It was like with United. Because they were like, I, I was flying somewhere or to WrestleMania. It was one of the WrestleManias. And, um, I like didn't, I didn't have the money like at the time to buy my ticket. So I told Ryan, I was like, Hey, I was like, I was like, um, do you know anyone who works for like spirit? I'm like, uh, cause Michael's, Michael's friend, like wasn't, I don't know. She was like, I, I don't know what the situation was, but she couldn't like do anything. I was like, do you know who works at spirit? I'm like, cause I know you have a lot of friends. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like going to, and I was going to get like autographs for him. It was in Dallas, I believe. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to get your autographs and stuff like that he goes oh don't worry about it he goes i'll, I'll buy you your flight i was like oh no 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 he's like don't, don't. he goes i have points don't worry about it you know i'm like all right fine damn i was like sure you know i'm like that's fine or whatever he's like you're technically going down there to do work for me so i'm like hey all right buddy no complaints no complaints and yeah like i flew united the one time i was like oh my god it's so fucking nice and then it was like another time after that where i went to I went to New York. It was when, right after I got this Kevin Smith tattoo, where I went to New York with my friends Lewis and Daisy, and we had a spirit flight on the way back, because I, I think we were, no, we had a round trip spirit, but then I won the contest to go to New York early, and so like me and Daisy wound up just getting a United flight, like super last minute there, right. and we got like, not first class, but like the other one, like, like right below class. it, like business class. Yeah. Because it was like stupid cheap. It was a one-way. I think we maybe paid like 40, 50 bucks each. And I was like, I am never oh. not flying United. And since then, I've never not flown United. And like recently with Frank where he was like, oh, he goes, get the get the pre-flight or the pre-check-in thing or whatever. Yes. And I was like, what, what's that? He's like, I don't just walk right through. He's like, just walk right through. And I'm like, all Where's right, it? whatever. I'm like, where? I'm like, yeah, maybe whatever. And then like I did it. And the last time we went to San Diego, yep. I fucking, uh, it was it went through the thing in like six minutes. Mm-hmm. I like timed. I was like, six minutes? What the fuck? I was like, well, why are we here so fucking early? But now I know why Frank gets there as early as he does. 
Uh, and that's been airplane talk with uh, Scrump and Stank. But, uh, <laughs> Paul, one of the things we ask, and God knows if you'll even remember, one of the things we ask like a lot of people that are on here is, do you remember the first piece of wrestling merchandise that you that, that you had? Uh this... Like, not not that you purchased, because that, that's another so one. You. But, like, Very someone, yeah, either parents or... I didn't really get any mer- uh, merch until my early 20s i think actually my first uh this is a stupid story but the first time uh it was actually me um i bought something was uh it was at kohl's and i think i was a little bit smaller back then like back when i when i wore smalls and it was warranted and there was uh he means when he wasn't so swole ah. i show off the old buttons <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no there was uh I used to, when I was at Kohl's, uh, there was, uh, I used to work upstairs and downstairs, and one day I saw, like, a Zack Ryder shirt, but it was in, like, boys, like, was 1820, which barely even, if if at all, like, translates to, like, men's small, if anything, like, extra small, uh, a lot of, like, hot topic, and I bought that, and then um, I didn't really quite know how to wash clothes at that time. So I would nuke all of my like dark clothes, and by the time like by like the third week, it was pretty much a belly shirt. And then somebody <laughs> called me out on it once because I used to try to like tuck it in, but like in my old day. yeah, and it's just like yo, what's up with that belly shirt? And then it was just like all right, let's time to get rid of this. <laughs> and then from then on out, it was just like all right, I'll buy merch. But again, like stuff was like expensive, and we made like pennies to the dollar. So I would just wait for like the W's uh, clearance sale to happen, and I would just get dumb shit like uh, the Rock's elbow pad. Yeah, because I very, I definitely remember there was like one time where you were just like, "Hey, oh yeah, you also like wrestling? Do you want some wrestling T-shirts?" And I was like, "Yeah." And oh, I and- remember what exactly which shoe I gave you. It was a, uh, it was a Cody Rhodes one. Uh-huh. It was like the gray one, and it was like an R Truth Little Jimmy shirt. And there was one more. Do you remember? Oh, crap! This was. Was it Alberto de Rio? Nope. No. Uh, I'm blank. No, actually, two more. One was a John. No, no, no. You had the John Morrison one. You always wore the John Morrison one. Yeah. You gave me a Zack Ryder one. Because I remember, like. Yeah, the uh, the, the Statue of Liberty with uh, the phone finger. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember I just always had those. And, like, every now and then I'd be like, where the, f- <laughs> like, where the fuck did I get these? I remember I was like, hey, if he doesn't wear these, I can't even blame him. No, like, I would definitely wear them. But it was just always one of those things like, where the fuck did I get these? Like. <laughs> What would you yeah. say is your favorite piece of merch that you've ever had? Uh, it's generic answer, but it's like sincere. I think like any Bullet Club merch. Like I had, uh, I think I was, this when I was still at the rest, uh, restaurant and uh, across the street, conveniently, they were like, there's a bar and we would go there, you know, after, you know, we could finish. And there's been a couple times where I was there and I would be wearing either sh- a shirt or like the hat or uh, the hoodie, and somebody will go, oh, so you like this? Is, you like New Japan and stuff? I'm like, yeah, drunk man, I like that stuff. And it's just like, hey, you want a shot? I'm like, well, yeah, sure. And yeah, that's happened a couple times. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I love the Bullet Club design. It's it's recognizable. It's simplistic, but like it it makes you it's powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. It's it's subtle. Like you don't know if it's wrestling. You think it's like. 
an NRA subsidiary or something like well, that. You either get like two sweets. Or yeah. You'll, you'll get like a like a thirty five year old soccer mom. Like, what's that about? Dude, I got yelled at once by some lady at like a Walmart. Yeah. It was like some. It was like some Walmart, shooting. Ironically. Had, yeah. Some like shooting had happened, and she was like, "You shouldn't be wearing that." I was like, "Excuse me." She was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing that because of like the fucking blah 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 shooting." I was like, "Fuck off!" I was like, "This is a Japanese wrestling club." <laughs> like, you know, I'm yeah. like, on top of like, yeah, even if there was a shooting, like, I could, like you wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I can wear a shirt that says, Mm-mm, "I love guns." Loves me some bullets. <laughs> I love me some bullets. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, you you psycho? But yeah, I mean, even to this day, as ubiquitous as the Bullet Club logo is, you'll still get like, what's that? What kind of? I think I, kind of I gun nut are you? I love those uh, inquiries, like especially people that didn't know what they what it was. I'd you know I'd yeah. be like, yeah, it's a, a skateboard crew, or like it's uh, I'm blanking right now, but I would give them like crazy answers, and they would just eat it. That's kind of why I like that the kanji one. Yeah, because it's like oh, Jap- the katakana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, because it's in like Japanese, and you can't tell what it says. And it looks cool too. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I always think like, like when I don't know who does you didn't design the Japanese logo for us, did you? Oh, the Japanese PWT? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that one. I see, like, whenever I see like that, I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, it's so In my head, cool. I was like, oh, this would look so badass. If we're talking about first, I think that was one of the first things I actually took home from PWT. The Japanese PWT? The, the pen, yeah. 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 I definitely have one of those pens somewhere, too. Yeah. Like, for, for me, like, the NWO shirt, I used to wear it at my church basketball games. <laughs> and, like, they were real big. And, like, oh, there's going to be a new world order of, like, Liberals, yeah, I knew that was like, coming. I'm like, what's what's this new world order thing? I was like, it's, it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Get out of my face. <laughs> I'm not starting the Illuminati. Get out of my face. You're like, because I'm already in. Yeah. If you don't know about it, you're gonna be the one to go. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that I I just love like the thought of that because like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like if know? I really was the new world order, I wouldn't advertise it on my shirt. Yeah, like, oh, hey, this common enemy you guys keep talking about? Yeah, it's me. It's me. No, yeah, it's fine. Like, there needs to be more, like, kind of, you know, we mentioned, like, the Jericho Cruise and obviously, like, pro wrestling tees, but, like, me and Paul, we used to go to the Squared Circle all the time, which, for those of you unaware, it was a rest, it was a sports bar here in yeah. Chicago run by uh, Lisa Marie. Shout out to Lisa Marie. Yeah, Baron. She, yeah, Baron. Yeah, Victoria on WWE. Um, and, like, it's, it's funny because Vinny, Vinny, who you, was on here before he used to work there probably cross paths at some point i know nick nick has said that he saw us there once because i know they used to like you know you go there to watch like pay-per-views mm-hmm. which was always the worst but i would always go with marty rosa because marty rosa always had a table so i'd be like <laughs> come in in here i think they, i might have told the story i might have not um there was like the one time where we went and like I didn't have any money, so I wasn't getting anything. I think they bought like a pizza for the table. They bought like a pizza for the table, and I had enough to like put in for that. And it was either Marty or friend of the show Ricky Gonzalez. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever you want." I was like, "No, no, no." He's like, "It's it's okay. It's on me." So I got a shake. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then the shake comes, and I was just like, "I was like a mint chocolate chip shake." I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Fucking take a sip, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" I was like, "Thing spiked the fucking oh, liquor." Oh yeah. I ordered an adult milkshake, and I was oh, like, "Oh no." And I was like, hey, Marty, do you want this? Because I don't drink liquor. <laughs> but, like, that was always, that was always like, a, it was a fun, like, concept. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I went there once on my birthday, and she was just, like, the sweetest person ever. Yeah. Like, genuine and... Yeah, it was, it was, I guess it was shocking because I never really met 
at that point anybody who's involved like in ring or otherwise with uh you know wrestling and so i expect her to be kind of like standoffish maybe. yeah you know yeah. it's like hey you recognize me cool that's it no she she would come out with like bray white bray white's lantern and shit so dope i remember we went there once to see a comedy set and i believe it was martin morrow who was like hosting it he's like a chicago comedian and he was like he was making some like sasha banks joke I was like, oh yeah, I think she's babe, and she's like, ha. She's like, I have her number right here. He's like, yeah, you should text her right now and tell her that, like, oh, I said this, and she laughs. She's like, no, I'm serious. She's like, okay. And she just pulls out her phone and starts like, te- like, I don't know what happened from then on, but I was just like, man, like, she's just fucking cool as shit. Pretty you know? sure she didn't leave her husband. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and now she is married to him, and he is. Uh, <laughs> that how crazy would that have been though? That I was like, yeah, like, you want to know a story how she married and she got married? Uh this comedian was hosting a fucking thing. <laughs> she just whipped out her phone. Yeah, she just whipped out her phone and, and did it. Um, yeah, uh, normally, like, it is, it's one of the shows which, I guess, I don't know, kind of be a more occurrence where if we have someone live in the studio, we're just going to fucking record the whole thing through. Yeah. Uh, so won't be a fan of the week. All right, should we pull up a fan of the week? I don't know. You want to read fan of the week? Absolutely. Hell yeah. We can pull <laughs> out a fan of the week. Honor. You guys can, uh, can sit here and... Yeah, well, he's pulling that up. I got to say, like, one of my favorite things I ever found out about you is, one, your Red Ranger suit. Oh, yeah. This dude's got a dope-ass <laughs> oh, yeah. Red Ranger suit with the, with the Dude, dragon shield. This guy is super into his fucking yeah. Uh, cosplay. Yeah. Yeah, and the Skullamania outfit. Like, if, <laughs> if you guys know him, you can see his pictures online somewhere, I'm sure. I don't know if I want to give out your info. Uh, yeah, sure. It's uh, I don't post often, but oh, I appreciate we'll, we'll it. do that at we'll, we'll do, do it at that the end. end. All right, but and then the other thing is your love of high quality action figures. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Like I kind of knew because like I, I would see your posts mm-hmm. and stuff, and then we went to go record at the apartment. Wow, one time, and I just saw stacks. Oh, just stacks of the stacks stuff of like I was getting rid of. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Dude, I ain't playing around. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think I mentioned it the other time, uh, like a week or two ago. You got me that sweet ass Thanos figure arts. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite things, dude. Because I got like I have like a garden of like the uh, garden of gauntlets. Gauntlets, yeah. And he's just sitting there like holding his hand up. I was like, oh, that's the freshest thing. Anytime someone comes over, I'm like check this shit out. So, but yeah, like how'd you get into uh, um, action figures? So, so hard? I've always been a fan of toys. Um, I uh, I would often get in trouble for like daydreaming at school because I was thinking about playing in toys and then they were like, hey, you have ADD or something. And I'm like, no, nah, just very hyper activate, yeah, very hyper imagination and what have you and blah blah blah. And like on and off, I would um, I was spoiled for the most part. Uh, my my grandmother on my dad's side and was very spoiling of me. Like I would go over there maybe once every other week. And every time I was over there, she'd be like, uh, we would go to grocery shop, and that was, uh, like, uh, luckily for me, near enough, like, a, a Toys R Us or something, or, like, if it was, like, Dominic's, at that time, they still had toys, and I'd be like, Ugh! I would throw it in the cart, and she wouldn't say anything, and I'd be like, all right, cool. Um, but as I got older, um, I ended up just playing card games a lot. Because uh, it's kind of weird if you're still playing with action figures when you're <laughs> like 14 plus. Um, and then uh, the as I grew older, I noticed like um, a lot of lines were like reviving older toys that like I was never able to get because of 
you know, behavioral issues or just they weren't um, available in your yeah, brain. that or like I, I, you know, I, I didn't have money. I couldn't right. work until I was what sixteen. Like, how cool is that though? But they yeah, just going shit. back and you know, capturing you know that nostalgia and the feel the, the feeling of completionism, mm-hmm. like just like all right, you know, stop me now, Linda. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was on and off uh, since. Uh, I'd say since 2010, um, I used to order from uh, this site called Hobbylink Japan, and um, that's where I used to. Yeah, I used to order from there. Uh, I used to uh, back when I was like into Marvel Legends and stuff. I would go to the Toys R Us when it was still around on Western over here, and then uh, shout out Western Avenue, <laughs> friend of the show, and uh, and I I would end up just yeah just. Once doors were like, I would just, you know, I would check so often. It's just like, I don't want to go back and there's nothing and there's nothing. And then there's, there's a, a shop that opened in about five years ago now, uh, Toy Du Jour, shout out Toy Du Jour. Um, they're on Western. Uh, they're in the middle of moving right now. Uh, check out their Instagram for that. But uh, he's like a, I guess a nostalgic shop, a resale of some sort. Yeah. And um, I found out about that through like uh, Craigslist, ironically enough. And uh, been going there since. Uh, and then I think at that same first visit, they had these little placards that uh, featured all the uh, toy shops within uh, the Chicagoland area. And that led to me going to Nakama Toys, uh Quake collectibles, all the spots around here, and uh, I really deeper down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't really looked about, uh, back since. Um, I rarely order, you know, from you know Amazon or anything like that. What's What's your favorite action figure that you got now? Favorite current? That's That's tough, dude. I got hundreds. You got a lot. Yeah, I got a lot. Um, I think I'll, I'll say I think it's uh, probably this uh, figure arts Bruce Lee, the the Game of Death one. Like yes. I used to like the first one. But the Game of Death one, like, I don't think there was anything at the time to replicate that outside of, like, uh, from a statue. Right. But that yellow jumpsuit is so iconic. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, when, I think, yeah, whenever I, I, you know, I'm at the desk and if I fiddle, like, one of the newer gets, um, I'll occasionally pull that down and it's, it's such a great figure. Do you have like a white whale that you're chasing right now? Uh, yeah. I, um, recently got into, uh, Common Rider. Uh, mm. Ironically, that was, after- nick- that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'm watching uh, some of the Heisei shows, um, pretty much anything within the past uh, 20 years. And uh, a lot of those, I just, you know, latecomer tax, it's come and gone. And it's just like they're uh, making a, uh, there's a line in the figure, it's a sub, a sub line called Shinkochu. Seho, I might be mispronouncing that, but that's like uh, they're making like updated versions of the stuff they released in the past. And if you miss on the pre-orders for those, that's it. They're gone. They're they're gone. Or you got to you know hunt for them on the you know secondary Japanese sites or succumb to the American that has it. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna scalp the crap out of this. So um, I think I mean to answer your question, uh, without that, uh, I think I'm looking for. Um, in that line is a uh, common writer eternal. He's just this white suited guy, got yellow bug eyes and a cape. He looks pretty cool. Yeah. I got this one figure I've been chasing. It's a little Revel Tech mini. Uh, cyborg. cyborg Ninja? Um, oh, dude. I see it on eBay all the time for like $175, $150. I'm like, ah, oh, 
It's, it's crazy. Four, and it's four inches tall, and I can't tell my Like, my wife will let me get anything I want, and she'll probably say yes to this, but, like, I can't justify it. <laughs> like, every now and again, I'll see someone do a buy it now for, like, 100 and then I miss it constantly, so. Yeah, I, I, I remember seeing that in person at Nakama, like, uh, yeah. like when it first came out. And it's one of those things that kind of sat around because uh, Revo Mini had a very short run, and, yeah. like, people overlooked it. And then when they were gone, that's They're when people rare. were like, yo... Just like Raiden, yeah. Just like Solid uh, Snake, Solid Snake. Yep. and I was just like, just like big, I wanted Big Boss for the longest. I can't find him. Yeah. A sub, a hundred bucks, and I'm like, yeah. All right, dude. It's tough to buy the bullet, bite the bullet for like that little tiny figure. Yeah. But I think I might do it soon. Mm. Anyways, that's been Toy Talk with. That's been Toy Talk with Paul and Stank. <laughs> uh, it took me a little longer to find this one because I tried looking for this specific Twitter account via my personal Twitter. And I couldn't find the account, so he might have blocked me. Um, but shows this one specifically because when this person posted this in the PWT VIP group, Paul had quite the retort to it as it pertains to oh. his, his job, his uh, you know area of expertise. Oh, we'll we'll get to it. All right, right, now. All right, uh, all right But right. once again, th- thank you to hey, Happy New Year's to Kevin Aldridge. Yes. the fucking dude crushes it with uh, you know the, the jingle that he did for us. In many the, ways, he's defined our show. Yeah, dude, we were, he was telling me about his job the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, that sounds so much more professional and an adult than our stupid job. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I'll, I'll talk about it off air, but uh, Kevin Aldridge, we love you. We yes. love your work. We thank and, you um, Yeah, I'm not going to edit this episode, so we're just gonna ins- I'm just going to play the, the fan of the week theme uh, off my phone, and <laughs> hopefully it sounds good. Perfect sound yeah, quality. Yeah, perfect sound quality. You know, only the best here at the PWT. Go cut my mixtape. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's just get right to it. Fan of the week. No it, lie, that is a very well written and executed. Like, yeah, isn't it, dude? He wrote that, so he. Well, first off, if it sounds terrible, I'm just gonna edit in the, yeah, the normal one. Blown up. Uh, <laughs> but he he wrote that for us when I was in Toronto for yeah. SummerSlam because I remember we we're like uh, Toronto, friend, Toronto, because uh, I was with uh, Jesse from friends of the show, Jesse from the Six, Davey Portman, and Brayden Harrington. And there we're like right fucking all over downtown Toronto. Post guys. Yeah, post, right. yeah. Gentlemen over from Post Wrestling. Uh subscribe to their Patreons uh over at Post Wrestling. Up next, the Up Next Boys. They're reviewing uh AEW Dynamite this week because John and Wei are in fucking Japan. Ooh. Yeah, they're jealous. Yeah, they would at this point have seen Wrestle Kingdom live. Uh so super jealous about that. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Aldridge, like he's like he sent it over to me, and just the whole weekend, I was like, "Hey, you guys want to listen to yeah. to this theme?" The rough cut was beautiful. Ooh, yeah, the rough from cut from the beginning, from the beginning, and then just him being the fucking yeah, he goddamn expert that he is. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get right to it. This is uh for this Sam from Parts Unknown. Uh, Paul, you just go ahead. Sam and, B from Parts Unknown. Yeah, Sam B from Parts Unknown. Uh, just go ahead and read that, uh, and then you can go ahead and give us your your retort. Some, some commentary. All right. So, uh, this gentleman said, fifteen dollars shipping on a twenty five dollar order. No thanks, especially when it's shitty ass DHL that's going to take forever to deliver in Illinois. 
This kind of thing is a tad bit ridiculous. I don't think I've ever paid that high of a shipping charge from PWTs, and I've I've had orders over $150. And uh, thusly, he just uh, shows a couple of screenshots denoting this. What are your thoughts on that? So, I mean, he kind of ousted himself, especially once he revealed he was from Illinois. Uh, like it or not, Illinois taxes you on... Uh, was it what is it 10.25 it's past 10.25 right i it, don't know i don't look so much money anymore. i'm like sure just take it's it. just like it's over 10 whatever um they tax you on uh, uh merchandise or sales or of any sort uh just you know just for making that purchase so that's not going to us uh we don't see it so there's that also uh Shipping is based on weight, so uh, you know the heavier it is, the shirts are you typically what eight ounces. Um, it's going to be a little bit for those, but uh, you know the bigger the order is, the reason shipping seemed cheap to you is because it was non-existent. Uh, One hundred fifty dollar orders get free shipping, and then it's shipped UPS ground as. Uh, uh, perk for you. That's that's uh, it's a bonus. It's a bonus for purchasing know, more than a hundred dollars. Yes, exactly. So, well, I mean, just that's that's our thanks to you for yeah. you know ordering so much. Um, and lastly, it's DHL because it while people also you know rag on um, all over all over on the uh, these uh, Jesus, I am blanking okay. out. Yeah, I'm not having Get a stroke. Water, I assure you, I'm not having a stroke. But um, all the couriers, so, you know, from USPS to DHL to FedEx to sometimes UPS on, you know, mainly on how they handle packages. uh, If we were to do USPS like he initially wanted, then it would be more money that you would be paying to ship because DHL, it's not necessarily DHL that we use. We uh, use their labels and then they forward it to SPS. So if you have any grievances or you know something you want to take up with, I mean it would be up with your personal post office uh, because I've ordered, I order weekly, daily even, and I get stuff in from you know domestic to international, EMS, uh, FedEx, Express, all that, and I've get, received everything in time in one in one cohesive piece and you know it's never been an issue and if it has the only issue i've had was i wasn't at work to sign for something so what you're saying is if you have an issue with how much you're paying for shipping that's not a problem of pro wrestling tees oh yeah definitely not that's not something we can control and also i think it was revealed for this specific case the guy got a bunch of like grab bag boxes and so he got the shirts for cheap but the weight went up Mm -hmm. oh yeah getting so much value for the shirts He's just complaining about the shipping. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. to mention that part. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah, if you want to complain, if you listen, if you want to complain about pro wrestling tees on Twitter, which, again, we try to be as positive as we can yeah. on here, uh, at least at us, don't yeah. just, uh, you know. Don't hide. Don't yeah, hide. don't hide, and don't use your real name. Like, it's, like, yeah. come on. Like, if you're on a rag, that's fine. You can rag to nobody. Uh, also, don't be in our, PAT, in our PWT VIP group where you have direct access to the CEO of the company yeah. and can directly take it up with him. Or contact customer service. If you, yeah. if you legitimately think it's a problem, and I know a lot of people have questions about stuff, they'll go in the VIP group and say, hey, what's going on with my shipping or something? Contact customer service. 
It's that easy, folks. And if something's wrong, we'll fix it. And if I mean, it's it, not wrong, we'll explain to you what's the problem. I mean, sure, there are silly and, and or stupid questions, but I mean, like, legit, if you're legitimately trying to learn about, you know, how, you know, logistics right. works for, you know, you and or us, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to know, you know, and if you use the proper outlet, you know, and directly contact us rather, rather than, you know, just talking to no one online and right. you know, fishing for pity, how well, are you going to solve that issue? Like if you're just trying to be a toxic ass, no amount of explanation or due diligence is going to make you satisfied. You just want to be an ass. Yeah. So I think this was one of those cases. Yeah, no, Very no. rarely happens on Fan of the Week. Very rarely. But uh, yeah, with that, we'll wrap up Fan of the Week. Paul, do you want people to find you via the interwebs? or? Yeah, you can miss me on Facebook, but you can... Reach me on my Instagram. I think that's the most uh, active I am Act, yeah, active on uh, social media. And that name is... What am I? Granddad, I don't know how to use this shit. Uh, my name is Skullo underscore Dream. That's S-K-U-L-L-O underscore Dream. Like Cody Rhodes tattoo your chest. Check out those sweet cosplays, those awesome figures. Yeah, this guy posts a lot of his cool figures up there. Um, yeah, thanks again, Paul, for being for being on here with us. Uh, it's always fun when we have members of the PWT cast on here because will I don't you, know. Will you ever reveal your middle name? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck it. He said he, he told me his middle name was Simon when we fucking first met. Yeah, that was troll. I didn't. No, this not, guy. This guy's middle name is Simon. It's no, it's not. not. He won't. It's like, not. We've been trying to come up. Gail with Gail knows, and that's all who needs to I'm know. Ask Gail. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, let's you get the fuck out of here. That. Wait, does she? I think. I hope I just put in my middle initial. Oh, crap. We're going to get that. I don't think she does because I've definitely (laughs) asked her. But yeah, I mean, as far as this goes, uh, Paul and I have to get back to work, actually. Yeah, and I got to train. Yeah, you have to train to catch. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've run out of things to say here. Me too. I'm done. Well, uh, for us here at the PWT cast, uh, I've been Scrump. This is Stank. I've been Paul. And uh, this is friend of the show. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.